on the worn oak table and face me. She tugged at the obscene bit of fabric, pulling it this way and that, before tucking it under the top of my apron and stepping back. There. The word sounded almost portentous to me, definitive. I'm going to be late, I croaked, clearing my throat self-consciously. Don't wait up for me. I'm helping out with a restock tonight. They're going to train me how to record inventory. Grandma pursed her lips and spread her arms in understanding. I walked heavily into her embrace. I'm proud of you, she murmured into my hair. It's really not that bad, is it? I didn't want to be melodramatic, but I couldn't drown the sick feeling that was rising past my chest and into my throat, where it sat threateningly at the back of my tongue. They'll see me, I thought. They'll judge me. But I said, you're right, it's not so bad. It's just that all the high school kids work there. I'll be the oldest person besides the manager. You only graduated last year, Grandma reminded, trying to cheer me up. You'll probably even know some of the employees. Great, I thought. But she was doing her best to be helpful, and I managed a wry smile because at the very least she hadn't said, you'll have so much in common with them. The disappearing smoothness beneath the straight line of my apron guaranteed that I would have nothing in common with my co-workers. Well, I said, pressing my palms together and trying to force a little enthusiasm into my voice, I'd better go or I'll be late. Wouldn't want that your first day on the job. Grandma followed me into the mudroom and gave my back a little pat when my coat was zipped up and my hand was on the door. It's going to be just fine. I know, I replied without blinking. She watched from the door as I drove away, but the sun was already a memory on the horizon, a thin ribbon of purple, little more than a bruise left by the imprint of orange, and I'm sure all she saw of my departure was taillights. It was better that way. I hated the thought of her seeing how I strangled the steering wheel. Value Foods was far from the worst place in town to work. There was the packing plant, the egg plant, the paint factory, and a wide assortment of hog farms, cattle farms, dairy farms, and goat farms, where my skin could absorb a variety of rancid smells that would stay with me even after multiple showers with lye soap and industrial-strength hand cleaners. The grocery store was tame compared to the rest of the job market in Mason, and in truth, I was lucky to get the job. I needed something full-time, with benefits, and as much as I hated to admit it, I was thankful that Mr. Durst, the manager, lived just over the South Dakota border and wouldn't mind that my pregnancy would progress before the entire town like a neatly drawn life cycle in a full-color science textbook. What was my personal scandal to him? In fact, when I warily mentioned in my job interview that I was three months pregnant, Mr. Durst had looked at me as if to say, So what? He did ask, Will it interfere with your ability to perform your job? I assured him I would be able to scan boxes of cereal and bag oranges well into my third trimester, if not up to the day I delivered. He grunted and handed me a uniform from out of a stack on the desk behind him. Do you want to know my size? 
I wondered out loud, holding the standard-issue pants, shirt, and apron gingerly. Small, medium, large, extra large, was his only comment, and indeed, when I located the tag inside the shirt, it read medium. For a while, at least. Start with that, Mr. Durst instructed. We'll get you more later. Training was an evening job, since for most people in our conservative little town, the hours after suppertime were reserved for baths and play and television, not grocery shopping. When I drove into the parking lot at seven o'clock, it boasted only a dozen cars or so, and though I was tempted to pull close to the door and save myself the trek through below freezing temperatures, I dutifully drove way to the back of the lot where the employees were supposed to park. I yanked my hood over my head and stuffed my hands into my pockets, running the whole way across the empty parking lot with my apron flapping against my knees.